Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. We're on. Hello. <laughs> yes, we are, and I'm lost in space, apparently. Yes. We're doing a show now. I know. So I, I th- this has been one of those days where it's been, well, one of those days, and we'll just leave it at that. Hi. I promise. Do I'm going to be less confused. You want to just reboot real quick now? <laughs> are we good? No, we're good. I'm good now. We're good. I, I think he needs to boot first before he <laughs> <Yeah>. reboot. <laughs> We need to get. I've him a been pro- I've been producing about six hours this week, and this is the first time I've had to wear headphones. So I'm going to apologize in advance for being confused. That's okay. We're used to it every week. I know you're Jacob Seelman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm Tom Baker. The other guy's Randy <laughs> Miller, and we got James Mellick behind the board. There now, please take your show back. Okay. Name tags coming next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> D- yeah. Name tags, something like that, so that I don't forget who Hello, everybody my name is. is. We have a. <laughs> We have a show to do. We have playoffs to continue talking about. And we have lots of breaking news to talk about, too. Hey, I got that part right. Yes, you did. (sighs) Okay, Okay. there's one. We're good. (laughs) We will survive. Don't cue the music, James. Nope, I won't cue any I'm, music. I, I'm not. I'm that. not good at singing that song. So by, we just by we Gaynor. by we he means us, not him. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah. what we have on tap for this year's show is the this biggest year's? news this year. No, <laughs> this year. Said too. Are we down to year? Wow. This year show. I'm taking your mark away, Jacob. I said, man. Wow. <laughs> We're already thinking it's December. No, this here is what I said. But y'all apparently didn't have your listening ears on for that. We're going to talk about Daniel Hemrick. Not that we don't like talking about Daniel whenever we get a chance. We've got about 34 seconds to talk about Daniel. uh, We're not going to talk about him right now. I'm just telling you you what we're going to talk about during this show. Daniel Hemrick is going to be a subject. The IndyCar Championship fight is going to be a subject. Yes. And the playoffs. Playoffs are going to be a subject. Yeah, Jinx, you owe me a soda. Grammar should be a subject, too. (laughs) <laughs> Don't even go there. Just trying to win a race. Yeah, this has already been madness, and we're not even two minutes and 50 seconds into the show. <laughs> so, so with that, I'm going to not get thrown something at by James Mellick, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to be back with more madness right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. This works a whole lot better when I can actually hear what's going on and know, hey, I'm supposed to talk now. So welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. I did it right that time. Yes, you did. You get a cookie. <laughs> Your ventriloquist wasn't very good last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah Man, I know. That, that anyway. makes my job so much easier over here. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry, Jay. But yeah, you don't need okay. to be sweating on mind. the equipment over we there. We don't mind. We don't mind. That's what we're here for. Take two. I'm Jacob Seelman. <laughs> They're Tom Baker and Hi. Randy Miller. James will get the camera on them in a second. <laughs> Doink. And James Mellick's back there punching buttons and making us look and... Well, they can't. he can't make us look good, but he can make us sound okay, I resemble I guess. that remark. <laughs> and I said we were going to talk about Daniel Hemrick in the opening segment. Well, we're going to talk about Daniel Hemrick right now because... Okay. Breaking news, or, well, not breaking anymore, but Broke. it was breaking news the other broken day. Broken news. Yes, broken news and sad news that Richard Childress Racing will release Daniel Hemrick after the end of the 2019 season. Presumably, according to all sources that I have and many other people have said as well, to make way for Tyler Reddick, who will be coming up out of the Xfinity Series to drive for RCR in the second cup car full-time in 2020. Thoughts, comments, concerns? Pick a person. You um, have to direct traffic. I was looking at Tom, so okay. I assumed that Tom um, would know that I was looking at Tom. And there goes the plane. Here's, here's, my, here's my thought on this. Um, I am I wish I could say I'm surprised, but, but I'm we're not. not. And, yeah. and it's, it's not for a bad reason. It's just I know how the business works. And I don't think this is as much a reflection on Daniel's performance even is it is just simple timing. Look, you bring Daniel Hemrick in. He's a rookie. He's with a new group of guys. You know, they've had their ups and their downs this year. 
I think by and large, Daniel has performed fairly well. Um, but you you want to make a place for Tyler Reddick because Tyler may be about to win his second straight uh, Xfinity title. And even if he doesn't, he's still in the hunt for it. Oh, yeah. He's a hot commodity and he brings more resources than Daniel. I know. Here we go again. It's all about money. Well, yes and no. It's more about timing. If they could have put a third car together, I'm sure Richard Childress would have done that. Don't even get me started on that, because if I do, I'm going to get incensed at a certain other team that made that third car not a reality. Well, I, I think that, honestly, if if you're talking about, um, I don't know, I, I think it's, it's just, again, I'm just going to say it's a timing thing. And, you know, I feel bad that Daniel's out after a year. But my guess is that he's made enough of an impression. He will land somewhere. Somewhere. I've got a couple of ideas where he could go. But, you know, I think somebody will give him an opportunity. And again, you know, I see this very much in, in this day and age. You see a lot of this with drivers like Chastain and even Benedetto. Mm-hmm. If Daniel can just land somewhere and keep performing to the level of the equipment he's driving, he will eventually put himself in position to be back where he needs to be. And yeah, that's how I, I was going to say, that. just look at Matt, what Matt DiBenedetto's right. done the last couple of years to earn himself an opportunity in Premier Equipment right. for 2020. Uh, Randy, thoughts here? I mean, I think the one thing to me, as much as it hurts to see Daniel out of a ride at the end of this year, when I'm a numbers guy. Look at the numbers. Daniel Hemrick has come close in everything he's driven in NASCAR, but he's not been able to win, whereas at least Tyler Reddick has proven he can win and win frequently, and he has been in the same equipment at the same teams that Daniel Hemrick has been. That's true. I mean, you know, it's an unfortunate situation for Daniel Hemrick, right? I mean, everybody, you know, is cheering for the guy to to go and be successful, but sometimes you have to learn to crawl before you can walk, and sometimes... And I feel like Daniel Hemrick is one of those guys where you you move up so quickly that you, you oftentimes forget how good you could be if you yeah. stayed in one spot for, for right. a little bit longer, you know, and had the opportunity. I mean, obviously nobody in the sport is going to turn down the, the opportunity to move up in a series regardless of their track record in the series they're in. But sometimes you get up there and you think, I'm going to be this hugely successful star, and then you're not, or, or you're, you're not as successful as you your brain and your heart wants your, wants you to right. be because you don't right. have whatever it is the equipment the funds the you know whatever it is to make the team successful so having Tyler Reddick having already won one championship with a different team and having you know isn't he tied for most wins this year now I think or is he's he one behind he's one behind Cole right behind Cole but he was the regular season right. champion right so I mean he's on he's on pace to at least you know be in contention to win his second straight championship. And to me, I'm, I'm a guy who, who likes to see, you know, I like to see results. And, and I feel like if you've won one championship, then I, I feel like you're eligible to, to be cut. But if you've won two, two in a row, you like need to be Chase, in Chase yeah, Elliott, Martin Truex, sure. Dale Jr., those guys have all won two in a row. And look where they all are now. And they're, my, and they're wildly successful in the Cup Series. So maybe Tyler Reddick will change the fortunes of RCR. I know everybody wants him to. Because everybody wants to see RCRs, RCR succeed. Easy so, for you to say. Easy for me to say. <laughs> I had some ours. vowels and a couple of consonants yeah. in there, but it's okay. But yeah, I mean, we survive. You know, that's so that begs the next obvious question: Where do either of you think, Tom? You can start if you want. 
where does Daniel Hemrick land for 2020? Well, my first thought was that I thought he might have a chance to land at front row, but I'm told from a source that should know what he's talking about, that seat's been filled. They just haven't announced who filled it yet. Hmm. I'll, Which leads yeah, me in I'll an get there in direction. a minute. Um, it Xfinity. might be exactly where you're going. Well, no, I was just talking about who might fill the 38. Ah. Um, but um, I would say right now, I think there's probably a reasonable chance, depending on who it is that fills the the seat in in the 38 if it's who i'm thinking of there's going to be a fairly decent size opening in xfinity and a good opportunity for a team to grab daniel and finish the job that rcr started in terms of grooming him and getting him ready to make the cup leap again um over time um but you know who knows i mean i i don't I think there's still, honestly, I think there's still at least one more shoe that's going to drop here in the silly season mm-hmm. um, in the Cup Series that could could give Daniel an opportunity to go somewhere. But my first thought was front row. I do not believe somebody's going to have to prove it to me before I'll believe that Bubba's going anywhere at RPM, which is what I keep hearing, that he's going to the 43 to replace Bubba. I just don't see that happening. I no. just want to toss this out real quick. Last time you said there was one more thing that was going to drop. Within 48 hours, that's when Maddie... 24. 24. Was so, when, at least was that when Paul I said it on a yeah, Monday and so, on Tuesday morning. And yeah. so you said that last time, so do you yeah, think I something think happens? I think there's one more, and I don't think it's going to be a big shoe, but I think there's going to be at least one more change that's going to get made that might open up a spot for Daniel. But you know what? Him going down to Xfinity wouldn't be the end of the no, world. No, it wouldn't If be. it was a quality riding, he could run for a championship down there. To me, I think that'd be a, a great you know situation. May I paint your silly season picture for you? If you'd like. What color? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, well, it's it involves a lot of blue because there's a lot of Ford that's involved in this. Okay. Uh, and it starts with the 38 car because I have already heard that that car is uh, potentially to be filled by Corey cool. LaJoy. Oh, Oh wait, I'm not. I'm not done with this because the well, driver that you just started to say is still involved in this. I will, Don't worry. Uh, I I will verify that on Monday's lead lap show because we will be live from HMS Motorsport in Mooresville, and Corey LaJoy will be my special guest. So I will do my best to get that out of him. If hmm. in fact there's anything to it, um, I will do my best to to like waterboard uh, yeah. him or something and get him to talk. <laughs> well, I'm not done yet. <laughs> so that leaves a vacancy at the 32 car which is where the driver you just started to name drop comes in because sources uh, that I have heard from are saying that SHR will end up in a technical alliance with the 32 team. Go fast racing. And that Cole Custer will end up in the 32 car next okay. year. Okay. Uh, and because of that, Corey LaJoy ends up at front. There, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole list of interesting things circling around front row and and go fast and the whole. <laughs> Which would leave, yeah. um, an opening in the Xfinity series for, for with for, SHR for somebody like Daniel. For somebody like Daniel well, it would also Phil. leave one at, at Gibbs too because Bell doesn't have a replacement in the twenty right. either. So. I don't bet on that. I've uh, I've heard several people say Harrison Burton is the heir apparent to that twenty car. That makes sense. Oh, right. Yeah, that yes. was already pretty much announced, actually. Not pretty much, but it's Well, yeah, it, it was revealed, coming. wasn't it revealed a while ago? Didn't they do no. a big reveal about him going no, to that Xfinity? No, that was year? about him running a handful of races in the car this year. Oh, okay, year. okay. It's not about okay. full-time. That's coming. We'll talk more Silly Season, etc. on The Madness in just a minute. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert helmets, Schroep belts, Adidas suits and shoes, Lero fireproof underwear, Lifeline fire systems, and even Racecom radio kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I just want to party when 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 that reentry plays. <laughs> I picture Dukes of Hazard. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't give Reed any ideas. You know, oh my god! Run into the woods. In in, in in just to, in defense of your picture, Reed has had more than a few yeehaw uh, moments no, in his I, career. Don't even. Especially in the early days of Bad yeah. and Legends. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Jacob Zielman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, all uh, around this here conversational board and stuff. Electronics. 
I don't know. A whole bunch of stuff to yeah. make noise. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we are good at making noise. I know that much. And we were talking about Silly Season, etc. during our last segment because, well, Daniel Humrick leaving RCR has kind of opened that can of worms at least a little bit. And we don't think we're done quite with Silly Season just yet. We were talking about the potential list of scenarios that were kind of circling the Ford camp right now. Cole Custer and Corey LaJoy and drivers in that field of play. I don't know, Tom. Aside from all of that, is there anywhere else you think that the shoe could drop? Well, I think you're going to see some changes in the truck series. I don't know if that would oh, yeah. necessarily affect Daniel, but <clears throat> excuse me, I do believe that uh, you may see at least one driver out at Thor Sport, for example, um, which might create an opening for someone like a Tyler Ankrum to slide in. Um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I was going to say, if I've heard, if I've read the Tyler Ankrum tea leaves correctly, I think we know where he's going next year. Well, I don't really think we do because he's he's had some offers in different series, and that, I think. You know, the key is going to be what what's the best offer in the best situation that he he ends up with when all is said and done, because unless he can bring a full season worth of money in a particular series to a particular Mm -hmm. situation, you're still going to hope that, you know, somebody is going to take you on that can help you to succeed. And I think in a situation like Thor sport, if they were to be interested in Tyler racing for him, if he could bring, you know, what he's brought this year to DGR or bring, you know, any kind of, um, you know, recurring dollars that if Duke and Ronda wanted to, I mean, there's support there. For example, if Johnny Sauter weren't there, Tundra, I think, is on the truck. I think that's a that's a truck sponsorship, not a Sauter sponsorship. I don't think Johnny brought that. For I, sure. I think Tenda, it, Tenda is Tenda. tied in. Yeah, Tenda's tied in, I think, with one of the ThorWorks industry companies to begin with. I think Duke's daughter is in the the horse business okay how that comes so in. my point is that that could stay mm-hmm. if it wanted to if they really wanted tyler to drive for them and i think ford would be wise to jump on the tyler ankrum bandwagon because i don't think toyota really wants him i don't think toyota is willing not to necessarily what i've heard well i hope you're right but the i just they did they certainly aren't helping right now um you know and 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 i don't think Keep in mind, they weren't helping Hattori last year when Brett Moffat was busy beating the KBM trucks. Uh, that that came later. So well, all I'm saying is, I think Toyota's got enough of their own drivers. I'm not sure where Tyler fits, but if they if they really want Tyler, they need to get on the bandwagon and they need to take care of him and get him signed because that's a driver who should be in very high demand right now because he's really gotten every bit out of that DGR truck uh-huh. that he's been driving i mean to be in the situation he's in right now while missing the first couple races of the year mm-hmm. tyler's more than proven he needs to be with somebody and you know i would guess that somebody like duke and ronda thorson would be seriously interested in having him in one of their trucks if that was possible and i know you know there's i think there's been some interest on the xfinity side but you got to you know, again, you got to evaluate what's your best offer in the best situation mm-hmm. you can be in. Right. You know, um, so t- I guess to, to kind of circle back to Daniel Hemrick, I think you're probably looking at something in Xfinity or something in a bit, a bit of a lesser cup team um, for him for next year, I think. 
Um, but again, who knows? Something else may happen that we haven't, you know, we haven't become privy to yet. It's going to be interesting to see, I think, where that uh, shoe drops and just where those pieces of the puzzle start to fit into place. I think Tom's right. I don't think we're done with Silly Season by any stretch of mm-hmm. the imagination. Now, with that said... All three of the NASCAR National Series are in full playoff swing now because the Xfinity Series wrapped up their regular season at Las Vegas a week ago and crowned Tyler 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 Reddick. Reddick. Yeah, we were just talking about the other Tyler in Ancrum. That that wasn't a reboot. That was a tongue tie right there. Reddick crowned the regular season champion and getting the 15 bonus playoff points that come along with that, which I think is going to do that two-team very handsomely through these first couple rounds of the playoffs. So now we move this weekend to Richmond Raceway for the first race of the Xfinity round, the second race of the opening round for the Cup Series, and I'll start on the Cup side because I can. Joe Gibbs Racing has won the last three Richmond Cup Series races, two with Kyle Busch, one this past spring with Martin Truex. Any reason for that trend to change this weekend, no, Randy? No, no, not at all. I mean, look at <laughs> look at numbers. Look at you know the the win column for the entire year, and you know JGR has won almost half of the races all season long. So I don't think there's any reason to believe. Now, you were talking about the bonus points, you know, like Tyler Reddick getting those 15 bonus points for winning the regular season championship. Look what those 15 bonus points did for Kyle Busch last week. Those points mean a lot for somebody to potentially have trouble and be able to come out of it still in good shape. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, he had the mulligan and, you know, I mean – I don't know. Uh, to me, I feel like the entire weekend last weekend at Vegas was completely weird to me. Well, it was every yeah. single race yeah, was weird. Um, but I, I don't think there's any reason to believe that JGR won't visit Victory Lane on Saturday. And was don't Mar- forget Denny Hamlin's one there as well. Yes, so he three, has. That's three he's drivers that yeah. have all won there. And he's got that showdown with that late model he has there. So uh-huh. they got three drivers that have won there. And this is home track. Yes, well, it is Denny's well, home track. Close enough. Close enough, yeah. Let me throw, no, it is. Let it is, me yeah. throw in another name to watch out for, though, uh-huh. at Richmond. Because I feel like, even if he isn't, he kind of is auditioning. Clint Boyer. Oh? Well, Clint runs well there. And Clint, Clint, I think, is a driver who may feel like he has something to prove, even if he really doesn't. You know, he's. we still don't know for sure what goes on next year with that right we think he's coming back but nobody's expressly said he's coming back right at least that i've heard um you know and you've still got some drivers out there that might who knows i mean um i think i think clint boyer is a guy that we're going to need to pay attention to on saturday night fair enough now in uh, kind of inverse to what uh, randy was just talking about with kyle bush having a bad day how big tom was martin truex's win from a confidence, momentum, everything standpoint, considering before Sunday, he hadn't won since Sonoma in June. Well, I mean, obviously any win is a big confidence boost. I'm not sure that Martin Truex and Cole Perner it, it, it are at a point where they any longer need to prove themselves. I think they all Oh, know. I don't think it was about proving themselves, but I do think they needed a shot in the arm because they just kind of seemed to be flat. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think they understand that, that it's a play. It, you know, going into the playoffs, 
you're you're going to have your good days and your bad days. They've, they Toyota, the team as a whole, has been strong. Yeah, they've been flat, but we don't know what they've been doing through the regular season either. I, a lot of these teams, just like I talked about with Joey Logano, and there he, there he was, you know, right in the middle of things. These teams, a lot of them, when they get their wins early, they spend a lot of the rest of the regular season just sort of doing R&D and trying different things. And it's not that you're not trying to win each race, but you understand that you've got some ability to. So I think I don't know that they needed a confidence boost, but obviously it's a great way to start the playoff season. And I think it also because people would sort of stop talking about that team a little mm-hmm. bit. It becomes, you know, a little wink that says, hey, we're still here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't gone anywhere. You and can keep I, talking about Denny and Kyle if you want to, but here we are. I think know. it was a big wink, too, Randy, that not only did he win the race, but he drove down, passed, and drove away from the guy who had won three of the last seven races coming into Las Vegas in Kevin Harvick. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but but like Tom said, though, I mean, you know, a lot of these guys get their wins out of the way at the beginning of the season, and they just kind of work on things. Because a lot of the tracks that are in the chase, they've already gone through you know, for the first part of the year. So they look at those tracks and they go, okay, we've already got our win out of the race. So what can we do here to kind of play around with setup and play around with pit strategy and play around with fuel mileage? And, you know, what kind of things can we do to maybe get the upper hand when we go back to this track in the fall? Right. That's why I don't particularly like having the same tracks in the playoffs that we have in the regular season because I feel like we need to mix things up a lot. I know that's kind of hard to do because of, you know, gym geography and weather and all that kind of stuff. But... I feel like to a certain extent that's something that we need to look at going into 2021 is what can we do to make the schedule, the the playoff part of the schedule feel totally different from the regular season. Hmm. And I think they've started to do a little bit of that. I think the Roval obviously was a great first step into making Mm -hmm. that part of the playoff different. And I think next year you're going to see a little bit more of that, uh, even on the Xfinity and Truck Series side. When you look at Martinsville coming into the Xfinity playoffs Mm -hmm. next year, I think that's going to be a big deal. You know, there's lots of things there that I think they can do, and it's just a work in progress because they're they were the hands were kind of tied. There was only so much they could do for 2020 to get ready for 21. And I do think there's the possibility of at least one, if not several, new tracks that we could see on the Cup Series schedule going into 2021 mm-hmm. as well. And I'm not really going to open the can of worms on another topic before to br- before break, just because if I do that, we'll be rambling for another three minutes here. And we don't have three minutes. We have a, about 30 seconds. So with that, I'll set up that coming up, we will dig back into the Xfinity playoff. And I want to hear who of the big three you guys think, or maybe you don't think, is going to walk away with the title when we get down to it at Homestead in a couple of months. So we're going to step aside, and we'll be back with more of Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, coming up right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. See, I can get behind that re-entry music. That that's fun. That's that's my speed. Sure, absolutely. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, and they've already had to reboot me twice. Yeah, well, may, <laughs> make that three times tonight. <laughs> three strikes and you're out. <laughs> well, I, we got another hour of so this show. Sometimes Jacob. you just make this so easy, and I have to sit over here and be like, oh, my God, I want to say something so bad, but I don't. Well, you ju- you kind of just did. I so. know I do. Anyway. You love the... If somebody wants to learn how to reboot me, Tom, how would they go about doing that? Uh, call the doctor. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, uh, mycomputercareer.edu, um, one of the class valedictorians, perhaps, because that's going to be a major challenge, rebooting Jacob. Anyway, mycomputercareer.edu is, is up to the challenge. And, and here's the thing. We all have situations where uh, we run into in life. Maybe we want to change careers and we just don't really quite know what we want to do. Um, sometimes we graduate college, aren't happy with our degree 
here. Maybe we uh, actually are, you know, coming out of the uh, serving our country or, you know, in, uh, maybe even out of, straight out of high school. And we just we just want to try something different. Well, IT is a good place to look. MyComputerCareer.edu makes that real easy. Just go to their website, MyComputerCareer.edu. There's a free career evaluation. It's as simple as that. Take the free career eval. If you believe that IT might be for you, you can train to be an IT professional in as little as four months. You don't even have to do it full time, a few days a week, either online or at one of their seven campuses located across the USA could get you a career as an IT professional. Financial aid is available if you're eligible, including the GI Bill. And when you're ready to go out into the workforce, well, mycomputercareer.edu, the folks in my computer career all work with hundreds of employers to help get you placed. There are over 2 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs in this country right now, and IT is one of the most desired careers. The projection is that... The uh, field is only going to expand rapidly straight into about 2026. So just give it a shot. If it's something that you feel like might be for you, you say, well, I'm not great at math and science. That's okay. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career. It's training for a better life. Just go to their website, mycomputercareer.edu, or give them a call and tell them that the folks at Race Chaser Radio sent you. You can be on your way to a new career as an IT professional in as little as four months. You might even get hired here to stand by during these shows to reboot the kid over here. <laughs> hey, that would be a nice nice person to have in here from time to time, right, Absolutely. Jacob? Absolutely. Sometimes uh, you're sitting at home and thinking, that boy needs help. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll self-admit that I need help some days, but we're just going to move on and try to uh, get through the rest of this show. We were going to talk Xfinity playoffs, weren't we? Yes, we were, because we're done with the regular season. We're going into the playoffs, and while I pull up numbers to see just how far ahead of the rest of the pack Tyler Reddick is, uh, I'm going to ask you of Reddick, Christopher Bell, or Cole Custer, gentlemen. I'll let Randy start this time. All right. Which of the big three do you foresee as being the favorite or perhaps winning it all at Homestead? Cole Custer. I'm, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go on. Is that just because you want some free cold custard later on? <laughs> no, it has not, no, I just I feel like if, <laughs> Why if did the, Cole say that if we get the pick right? Because I'm, I'm all in for that. If the regular season is anything like, or the playoffs is anything like the regular season, he's shown that obviously at any time he can be a threat. And even if he's not a threat to win, he's a threat to finish in the top five or top ten. So the consistency... I, I understand the consistency will only get you so far, but I feel like he's one of those drivers that's going to win in every round of the playoffs to get to Homestead regardless. Mm-hmm. So wow. Okay. Wow. Mm. Big so statement. three wins yep. minimum for Cole. Interesting. That's my statement. Story. Okay. All right. That's, that's Randy's story. Yes. Tom, what's your story? Um, if you're asking me who I believe will win it or has the best chance to win it, I'm absolutely going with Tyler Reddick. Be- all right. B- because he proved us all wrong last year, made us all look like fools at uh, Homestead. And, you know, I think Tyler is certainly going to be there. I I think that team is on a roll right now. And you talk about a confidence boost. They just won the regular season. 
I think Tyler Reddick is the one with the best shot to win this championship right now. All right, guess what, by the way? My math lied because I thought that Tyler Reddick would actually went in as the number one seed. That's what you get for thinking. Yeah, that's what I get for thinking. I'm wrong. Christopher Bell is the number one that's seed correct. going into yeah. these playoffs by a whopping 11 points, which was a little bit of a surprise to me, but then I thought about the fact that he won a lot of stages this year, too, which yeah. was rather uh, rather good to his uh, playoff bank there, James. Yeah, it definitely was, and that was the pick I had going to win the championship was Christopher Bell. Uh, I think the Toyotas have shown power all year, and I think it's going to continue. He showed speed last weekend at Vegas, and, you know, I think he just – I didn't get to watch the whole race, but I think that was a fuel mileage deal that won that race, correct? It was. Strategy Ta- for, hey, I got to give... Still Ra- wins a win either way you look That's at it. Right. I've so. got to give Randall Burnett some credit because Absolutely. that was a zany fuel strategy call yeah. that he made that I didn't think had a prayer in you-know-where of actually working. And son of a gun, if that two-team didn't make it work. Yeah. Well, a win's a win. Doesn't matter if you win it on fuel mileage or however. Right. But, yeah, Seabell's what I think happens. Uh, Toyota stay hot, I think. And, again, this is, you know, that's what you got to be able to do in the playoffs. You, you have to be able to find ways to win. My only reservation with Seabell all year long has been that it seems like he either wins or it crashes. And, you know, it's, it's you've got, if he can run a clean playoff series, and not make a mistake and not have you know any of those things happen to him. Yeah, he'd win the championship. But I think Custer and Reddick both at this point, um, I look at just the way that they go about doing what they do, and I think both of them right now over Seabell. But certainly here's well, the deal Seabell my, my has. Pr- my, problem w- my problem with your statement right there is that you say he either wins or crashes, but he does have 18 top 10 finishes in the first 26 races. Well, That's not win that. or crash. I understand that, but so does Cole Custer. Okay, and you look at you, you look you look at Seabell's season, yeah, he's had, he's had more top fives than Cole, but less than Reddick. Okay, he's had more wins than... Then Tyler, yeah. okay, but they're all still within 11 points. So my, my deal is you can't have crashes in the playoffs. You've got to be able to be clean. And I think this is this is the time we're going to find out what Christopher Bell's made of. Mm-hmm. I thought he should have won it last year, and he didn't. Well, I think Tyler Reddick also shocked the heck out of all of us last year. At Homestead, but... See and see that's the thing. In, in, if you get to Homestead, it comes down to one race. You're right, but but if you look at the way the playoffs went last year, you know at the end of it, we were looking at Cole Custer going. You know what? He's he's if he can get to Homestead and have a good run, he's going to win this deal. And and I think I think this is really the same kind of scenario. I think it's Custer, Reddick, Bell, and I'm going to throw Austin Sindrick into this only because he's capable enough of of pulling up for a win at any moment, no matter what track we're at. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's the wild card in all this. I don't have any faith in anybody below him to actually win the title. Um, well, see, but, I, I'm going to disagree with you on the wild card that could make it to Homestead. You're going to say Allgaier. No, I'm no? not, actually. Okay. I'm going to throw out the one guy that I believe could outpoint, because regardless of what happens in those three races before Homestead, one guy is going to make it on points. And if as I think could happen, the big three each win their way to Homestead, I'm actually looking at the guy who's been the most consistent driver all season long outside of the big three. He does have a win, too, by the way. Chase Briscoe. Interesting. See, I just don't... I don't feel like Chase is ready to... 
I don't think he gets to Homestead to begin with, and I'm not saying he's going to do poorly. I'm just saying that I think you got some guys, you know, like Cindric, and you got Allgaier there, who I think is getting better as he goes. And and honestly, I know that Noah Gregson's a long way back here, so he's he's probably got to win. Um, but I feel like the those two junior motorsports cars are starting to show the kind of speed that it takes to win a race. And if either one of them can get a win and get themselves somehow to Homestead, I feel like either of those two cars could be factors in this as wild cards. But I still think it's basically Mm -hmm. the big three is what we're looking at. Yeah, see, right now, round one, you know, is going to be a dogfight as far as the four that get eliminated. Yeah. But round two, when you look at the big three, in order to unseat any of them, you're you're going to have to win and and basically hope that you knock one of them out. Right. In the process, That's in order to get to Homestead. Yeah. Round, you know, round two, th- those three will point their way through if they don't win their way yeah. through. So that, you know, that's where I sit on that. But some interesting discussion. I, this Xfinity Series playoff, I think, has the potential to be extremely fun and extremely hotly contested all the way throughout. It's, it's going to be almost a bloodthirsty sort of, I mean, it, it's going to get very, very, very intense between those three because they're all so even. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got, like I said, those next few behind them that are just close enough that could steal a win. I mean, I just, I feel like this is going to be the most exciting Xfinity playoff we've had in a long time. Well, Key, I was going to say, keep in mind, this is only the fourth year of the Xfinity playoff, too, going back to 2016, well, that's I think true. it was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not a huge sample size to go off of, but definitely going to be fun to watch here as we go down the stretch. By the and, way, just a quick thought. We we were talking where where could Daniel Hemrick land. I know how what would be fun, but I don't know how you would get to that point. Hmm. But how about Daniel in a junior motorsports car for next year? You know, I he, thought about that. He'd too. have to bring some money. That's the problem. You know, I mean, that's that's the uh, thing. Unfor- Maybe- unfortunately, junior motorsports has basically turned, other than Allgaier, who Brant you know Brant backs him <laughs> in that car. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- those cars unfortunately are basically rent-a-rides now. Well, yeah, and, and I, and I which hate is that. really what Allgaier is doing, honestly. I mean, Brant brings that, you know, for that, him, uh, for okay, him. So, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but that would be because you know the Canapolis connection with Earnhardt. Yeah, I think that would it be would be perfect, awesome. Yeah. I just, I, I hate that. Just I something I, don't I would think like it would to happen. see. I don't know how you get there, but uh, you know. to go back to the silly season yeah. puzzle for a minute, because the rumors keep flying, even though he didn't confirm or deny them. Uh, today during playoff media day where do we think real quickly in the last two minutes here where could John Hunter Nemechek land if in fact the rumors of GMS shuttering their Xfinity program at the end of the year come to pass I've heard they add a truck okay yeah and and he falls into the truck scenario it is expensive to run at the Xfinity level that's what I've heard is that they add a truck um but you know, it that's one of those situations where, you know, you, you sort of look at it and, and wonder, because, again, you've got to be able to bring a full season worth of money. So if you can bring enough money to run a full season in a GMS truck, then I would likely think that's that's where it lands. The fact that they've had to cobblestone sponsorship for Brett Moffat this year makes me wonder if he could do it. Well, but, again, it's John Hunter yeah. versus Brett Moffat. Brett never has right. brought very much money. But nor has John but he Hunter, championships. Really. Yes, he, yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, and so. fights, apparently. How about uh, some instances? Since we have a minute, how about this one? I just just throwing it out there. What if he just decides to go run a cup car and maybe gets in like that double zero or a premium car or something like that? 
he could go cup racing being a lower tier team. His father's already ran that 87 himself. You guys see him doing something like that maybe? Uh, John Hunter's the type where I, I see him wanting to be in a situation that can win races. I don't see John Hunter as being the type that would be content, even if he were at the cup level. I'll tell you the other scenario that you might see is a combination of John Hunter Nemechek and Kaz Grala at RCR splitting a car. How much? If neither of them get full time sponsorship, that, that would be you, fun. You split a car. Nope. That would be really fun. Mm-hmm. I, I could get behind that. Yeah. Because then that opens up the cup avenue too for both of them if you know if if ever a situation arises for a third car over there. It does. Very interesting thoughts there. We still have another half of this show to go yet and coming up. Uh, Molly Helmuth going to join Motorsports Madness as we move into the second hour. We'll be back with more of the show right around the turn. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com. Or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. 
Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. There he is, the man who is the center of the Truck Series Silly Season, or at least I would call one of the centers of the Truck Series yeah, Silly sure. Season right now. Tyler Ankrum bringing us back out of break. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick. This is Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career. And a little birdie, Tom Baker, told me that we may have something to give away, perhaps. Well, we, we don't, but WSIC, which is the station that we do all these shows with um the studio here in statesville wsic is giving away some serious uh stuff bank for the roll. here's here's what they're giving away they're giving away a trifecta during charlotte race week which is this coming week oh by the way you can win a six pack of tickets to qualifying a six pack of tickets to the drive for the cure 250 and a six-pack of tickets to the Roval 400. That would be a six-pack trifecta. Six, okay. six, and, and six. six. Wow. Now, here's all you got to do to enter to win these tickets. You go to WSICweb.com. Go to WSICweb.com and enter, and you could win a six-pack of tickets for the entire weekend. Wow. You had me at six-pack. Yep. <laughs> 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 I don't think beverages are oh, included. Darn. I think it's just the tickets. It's oh, okay. a six pack of tickets to qualifying the Xfinity and the Cup race. Not Talk that I changed your weekend real quick. Yeah, wow. no kidding. I, I, six not, pack. I, I'm Somebody's gonna... calling in next weekend. <laughs> so, yeah. WSICweb.com. Well, yeah. And the, you know what the sad part is? I'm not even going to be here for it. Jacob's speechless. Where Bomber. are you going to be? I'm going to be at the National Short Track Championship in Rockford, Illinois next weekend. Oh, have a good time. I will. It, it's, I, I'm, there's a part of me that's sad because it's going to be the first cup race at Charlotte that I've missed <laughs> since 2013, the Coke 600. But wow. I, I'm excited. You know, it's the 53rd, I believe, 53rd annual National Short Track Championship for late models, and my our must-see sprint cars are going to have a race at Rockford oh, on that's the quarter Rockford, mile. Yeah. So, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, yes. that's one less race, that's one less contestant in the contest. Yes, so yes. exactly. Gives you more reason to go. Exactly. WSICweb.com. We get, yes, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must 
must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, we're still talking racing, and we're getting ready in our next segment to talk to our special guest for the evening. And Tom, uh, please, please feel free to regale us for a minute here, because we're getting ready to have Molly Helmuth on tonight's program well i mean molly obviously is a is a young lady who is making her mark over here in the nascar uh well super late models actually is what Mm -hmm. she runs and you know molly is a molly is a a good young lady she's got uh she she does excellent design work she's got her own um design company 90 creative she builds websites and all of that she also is a very very uh Talented young racer. Um, I would expect that uh, Molly will be um, one of the up-and-coming stars. Um, you know, just, I mean, she she's run the Cars Tour. She's, you know, she ran uh, last week, for example. Um, I was actually up at Orange County with the PRA series, and uh, Molly raced in the uh, super late model portion of that was running in the top five and then had some sort of a, a mechanical problem. I think it was a rear end or something, but she, um, you know, she's really a, a very intelligent young lady. I think you'll, you'll enjoy hearing from mm-hmm. her. Um, you know, uh, she, she really does a, she really does a nice job, I think, with everything that she does. So. I think the interesting nugget that stuck out to me uh, when I looked up some of her notes is uh, originally from Seattle, Washington. Yes. Yeah, and she was part of the Kowicki Driver Development Program. Yes, yeah, that's well. right. She was th- yeah. uh, this year or last year? Uh, 2018. Okay, so last yep. last year she was part of Kowicki Driver And she Program. was awarded the National Short Track Most Popular Driver Award as well. No kidding. Yeah. So, you know, she she definitely has some, you know, not only some stats on the track, but she mm-hmm. she also, uh, like I said, she's a very, very popular young lady. And everybody that, uh, you know, that meets her likes her, you know. Yeah. So she... Uh, she definitely is. Uh, I think she definitely is a is a driver that's that's up and coming. She, mm-hmm. you know, um, she mid twenties. I mean, you know, she she if 
if somebody gets behind her, I think she's got a chance. Coming off her best finish uh, of the season in Cars Super Late Model Action, actually at Orange County Speedway the last time out. You'll hear from Molly Helmuth coming up in our next segment right after these words on Motorsports Madness. We'll be right back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Spencer Boyd gets techno beats, bringing us back here on Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller around the microphones. James Mellick punching buttons and, uh, well, keeping us all honest here at different points during the program. Somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah, exactly. dirty job. Right now, we go go to the strutmasters.com hotline to talk with tonight's special guest, Cars Super Late Model Tour driver, Molly Helmuth. And uh, as I mentioned 
in our last segment as we were getting ready to bring Molly on, originally from Seattle, Washington. So I think the first question I have, Molly, and welcome to the madness, how does one get from Washington over here to the East Coast to pursue your racing dreams? Hey there, Tom. Um, it's good to talk to you guys. Um, yeah, no, I've always wanted to move to North Carolina. Um, in 2012, I won the Washington State Rookie of the Year, and so I came back for the awards banquet at um, at the Hall of Fame. And so I was able to tour, you know, Charlotte and the Mooresville area and go to all the race shops, and it was just somewhere that I... I wanted to live. I just loved the atmosphere, and I knew, obviously, that's where I had to be if I wanted to pursue racing. So, obviously, it was a little bit later than I wanted to uh, move because I wanted to kind of move right after high school. Um, But I wanted to receive my education and and receive my bachelor's degree and all that. So, I got it pushed back a little bit, but I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Well, actually, that was Jacob. This is Tom, Molly, and I really was so hoping because in my mind, when Jacob said, how do I get from Seattle, Washington to North Carolina? I was really wanting you to just say, well, I came in a plane. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, you totally missed that golden opportunity. Um, There'll be but, others. Uh, all right. Well, we, we're happy to have you here, obviously, and, and we're happy that you you were able to come over here and start <laughs> racing. You've had, um, you know, I really didn't realize until I started looking back at your career, but you've actually accomplished quite a lot. And the one thing that really stands out in my mind is last year being a part of the Kawiki Driver Development Program. How special was that for you? You know, I mean, obviously, it's one of the most prestigious uh, driver development programs there are now um, because they do push you off the racetrack and on the racetrack, and they, they push you to do things within your community, and they you're representing a prestigious name in, in NASCAR. And so, um, you know, it, it, for a lot of people to be putting in their applications, hundreds of applications, and for me to be chosen as one of the seven last year was in, it was an incredible experience, and I got to meet so many great people through that experience. Um, but, yeah, it was a huge honor. What were you able to learn from that experience, Molly? I mean, the biggest thing is it just pushes you off the racetrack to reach out to local nonprofits um, and places that you just wouldn't put yourself into on a normal basis and you get to put yourself into people's shoes that are less fortunate than you are and, and it puts it into perspective how blessed that I am to be able to do what I do um, and that's being in a race car and I think the other thing is obviously that you're competing against seven drivers across the nation and you're all competing against um, you know in different types of series against different types of racers but ultimately it's down to the wire of you're competing against uh, in the Kowicki program, score as many points as possible on the racetrack and off the racetrack and try to score for that Kowicki Cup. Um, we did as much as we could, we, as we possibly could last year off the racetrack with a lot of community service um, effort, but um, we just weren't able to score the on-track performance that we needed against our competition to score us in the top spot, but um, it was a great experience. You've won a couple of different most popular driver awards. Uh, I know that 
you know, obviously there's a bit of an of, of an ego stroke there for anybody that gets voted the most popular or anything. But I wonder if for you, um, especially because you're originally from Seattle and now you're here in the Carolinas and you're trying to compete against some of the best in the country. And there are so many drivers here that are kind of so popular and have a lot of friends and kind of a big brand or whatever. Um, if that isn't even extra special. And, and I point all these out because I feel like, you know, performance on the track is obviously one thing and you have to be able to show that you can do that in order to move on. But certainly the ability to um, be, you know, popular and to have so many people who are putting you in situations like the Kowicki program and the most popular driver awards and all of that, um, that just helps so much when you're trying to build your brand and build recognition um, to try and get people interested in you and help you to move up the ladder. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, ever since I was young um, in racing, I I really put a lot of emphasis on my brand and my fan base and making sure that all my fans were appreciated because appreciated, obviously, you know, I wouldn't keep going a lot of the times if I didn't have a support system from them. And so I always try to make that like a prominent factor in my racing career to really acknowledge them. And I think that's gone a lot as far as it has, and hopefully it goes beyond that measure. But, you know, because people have voted me most popular driver not only in the West Coast but across the entire nation, um, you know, with the Speed 51 most popular driver, I mean, there was hundreds of, of drivers on that list. And for us to be in the top spot, that's incredible. Um but yeah, I mean, it it really shows how good of a of a fan base that we do have because a lot of these times, you know, it's so easy on social media to see people's numbers, and a lot of the times, some of those numbers aren't they're they're altered. You know, the true right. fans, like you know, you can buy followers, but are they real? And my my followers are real and raw and connected to me, and I think that shows through all these these various competitions. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it goes a long ways, and it goes a long ways with sponsors because they look at that, and they're like, okay, well, if we sponsor this person, um, is our brand reaching a market that we that we want to target? And the answer is yes, because people are always watching me wherever I go. You, uh, you, you finished fifth in Cars Tour points last year, and you just came off your best Cars Tour run of the season at Orange County. You were running pretty well there in the PRA race last week until you had some mechanical issues. Um, how, how is your season going so far? And talk a little bit about what, uh, what you've got planned for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I think that if you can look at my season from last year, my first season in the car sports of this year we have definitely improved as a team and me as a driver i mean this is my second year going to all these different racetracks because last year was my first time going to the, you know nashville and hickory and orange county and all these new places and then competing against the bubble wallaces the steven nasties the casey rodericks etc so i'm competing against really tough competition so if we look at last year to this year I've definitely stepped up my game and practice and qualifying where, you know, we're usually like a top 10 car. Um, sometimes we've been top five, top three, which has been awesome. Um, but for some reason, we're, we haven't been able to put a whole event together. And I thought that we had a really great car on Saturday night for the first 65 laps. I thought it was the best car that we had. And we were probably a top three car in that event. But yeah, I, we obviously didn't capitalize on, on that. And, um, it was kind of a bummer for me, but and the team. 
But, yeah, I don't know. I think we just have to keep plugging away. This course is really, really hard. You're going to have a lot more rough nights than you are positive nights. And so you just have to keep um, your head up and have a good support system around you and, and keep going. We've got just about a minute and a half. What do you feel like it's going to take for you to get to the next level? I know you're approved for K&N, for trucks, et cetera. But what do you feel like it's going to take for you to get to that level? I mean, Tom, you know this. It's all money. It's all money-driven. And I think I, I know I have the talent. I know that I'm capable of putting myself in the situations and, and running fast and, and being competitive. But it's just so expensive nowadays. And so that's the ultimate thing is just finding a company behind you that wants to back you and support you and go to the top levels with you. What, uh, I know you don't, uh, I know you have a lot of sponsors. You, you, this doesn't happen by yourself. Who helps you make this happen? You got about uh, 40 seconds. Yeah, I'd like to thank Security Imaging, Janet Helmet CPA, Graphic Solutions, GSX Wrap, um, WGU, J2 Racing, and all my 1,000 lap supporters. They're all incredible. Um, and I greatly appreciate their support. Well, Molly, we want to thank you for uh, coming on the show tonight. We look forward to uh, seeing you finish out your season in a really strong way. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. That's Molly Helmuth, who uh, certainly uh, we hope continues to make waves as she goes down the stretch with her 2019 late model season and hopefully into the future as she looks to climb towards the top level. Yeah. MollyHelmuth.com, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. if you want to follow her website, Molly Helmuth, H-E-L-M-U-T-H, Helmuth. Um, great person to follow. Taking a break, talking open wheel right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. 
Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. It's a good thing the camera was on me because I thought Tom was about to either put his hand through something or throw something at me. Out, I man. thought he was going to punch me for it's a second. rocking music. <laughs> I just saw like out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, what did I do now? Just having a good time. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCrew.edu. <laughs> Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller. Oh, boy. Yeah, we've been having some fun tonight. And we just finished uh, talking with Molly Helmuth on tonight's show, Tom, and Certainly, uh, you know, much interest and I think a lot of uh, buzz surrounding her and uh, what she's done, what she's trying to do going forward. It's obviously not been easy for her in really a landscape where we've seen it be difficult the past couple years for for female drivers to really grab a strong foothold, I feel like. Well, I agree with that. And I feel like there are certain factions that seem desperate to create that female superstar. Like we've got to have one. Um, and I'm, I'm always weary of trying to make something, you know, something either is or it isn't. And so you've got some females out there and I'm not going to mention names that everybody is making into the next big thing. And then there are other females out there who I feel like actually have some ability to become um, a very, very good racer. And people just tend to ignore them. I think Molly fits that category. I, I do believe she's got the talent. I believe she has the confidence. I think she's got the intellect, which I think is more important than the other two, um, at least at her level right now. She has the ability to learn what it takes to be a superstar in the sport. And she's got the humility more than anything. I, in some other females, I don't see that. I see that in her. And so um, I hope somebody at some point looks at her and sees in her um, what a lot of uh, other people have, obviously, because you don't get to be a national most popular driver without a lot of people who like you. And absolutely. You know, so I think she has that ability to, to, to go far. So um, it was it was good that we had her on and, and uh, we need to get her back when she can come in the studio and talk to us more. We'll set absolutely. That up. We'll set that up. So I said we were going to talk about open wheel and we will in about 30 seconds. But first, oh, but first breaking news. Uh oh. <laughs> Courtesy of our friend Adam Stern with the Sports Business Journal. This from the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Uh-oh. 
Jack Daniels has signed a deal to renew ties to Richard Childress Racing, starting with primary sponsorship of Austin Dillon next weekend for the Roval and that at car Charlotte looks Motor good. Speedway. That car looks oh, good. Wow. I just saw it. It's all black and white, and yes. It is it Clint Boyer, Sursa, say, 2000, was, yeah. okay. and whatever it was. I thought that, that was, was in that uh, car. Was 07, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 07. Yeah. Yeah. It's Clint right. Boyer, 07, only better. Mm. Yes. Nice. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, not sure Austin Dillon can be as emphatic and exciting as yeah. I, I, he well, just doesn't have Clint Boyer personality. That's what you say when you see the car and you think Jack Daniels, you think of Clint Boyer. But then when you yes. think Jack Daniels, you don't think of yeah. Austin Dillon. So it's like, eh, hmm, it's yeah. combination. Okay. But. It, it's cool though, okay. I think, to see them reunite with RCR because they they certainly had some highlight real moments <laughs> when they were there <laughs> the last yeah. time. Uh, let the, uh, what was it? Larry McReynolds said. Boyer's upside down and on fire. Yeah. Well, and see, again, you're right that Clint Boyer fits that, you know, I feel like Clint's favorite song is George Thorogood's If You Don't Start Drinking, I'm Gonna Leave. You know, I, I, I just, <laughs> um, that just seems to be, or one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. You yeah. Know, that just seems to like be his. One? Um, well, that's the name of the <laughs> yeah. song. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, it's, it's just. Uh, I, but look, I, I think this is great, and something tells me that this is leading to something that, that makes you wonder. For doesn't next it? year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but good for good for RCR because look, we need all the sponsors in the yes, sport we, we do. can get, and and whatever else you think about RCR, Richard Shoulders is one of the nicest gentlemen in the sport. You know, mm-hmm. everybody jumps on his bones for, for, you know, giving his grandsons an opportunity to race. Well, doggone it. If you if were you Richard had, Childress, right, you exactly, would do it, you too. You would do the exact same thing, and I get tired of that. Yes. Um, and, and Austin and Ty are really nice guys. Um, my, I'm not going to want to call them kids anymore. Yeah. But, my my extra nugget on the R, on RC, by the way, is that Richard is going to be the honorary pace car driver yes. for the Talladega Cup race next month. In Dale Earnhardt's 76th Cup race winning 2000 GM Goodwrench Monte Carlo. The car, the body, the motor, exactly as it was in 2000. Here's my question, Randy. Hmm. What is the over-under on him having to be black flagged the way Richard Petty was? You know, I just thought about that, too. I was thinking that exact same thing. (laughs) It was like, you know, and then... Even when they do black flag him, the fans are probably going to throw yeah. trash on the on the in the yeah. on the yeah. track that they did when Gordon won. So yeah. that's a no win situation, I think. Oh, in Somebody's going down. Somebody's going to jail. That car has not left the RCR Museum since 2000. So I think that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool to see. Excited for that. I'm so actually going to be. Jack Daniels. Yes. I, I, welcome back, Jack Daniels. Uh, hi, Richard Childress. I'll actually get to see that coming up yes, at Talladega in a couple weeks. I'll be down there for that one. So looking forward to it. All right. I, I, half the segment to go, and I promised we were going to talk about open wheel. Let's do it. IndyCar season finale, Laguna Seca this weekend. Joseph Newgarden is in the driver's seat. Is it his championship to lose? Yeah, I, I don't think there's um, any question that it's his championship to lose. And I'm not worried. You know, you, you look at uh, the early um, practices or whatever, and, and, you know, he wasn't all that fast. Well, big deal. I mean, when they when they drop the flag, he basically just needs to make sure that he uh, takes care of business and st- stays in front and and i think i think he'll do that whether he'll win the race or not is a different matter but i think he'll i think he'll do enough to win the championship randy 
No, I I completely agree. Isn't they didn't run Laguna Seca as their season finale last year, right? No, no this, they, is, this yeah. is the first time they've been right. back to Laguna yeah. Seca in a so, while. So obviously numbers aren't going to tell the honest truth. I mean, Correct. these guys are only getting practice time for the first Correct. time in years. Yep. Some I of these guys I, have never seen the racetrack I was before say, their life. Most of them have never seen right. the racetrack right. before. I think the only two that have actually raced Laguna Seca before, I believe, are Scott Dixon and Tony Kanaan. Right. Yeah, and they're the two oldest guys in the field. Uh-huh. So, I, you know, yeah. but, but like he said, you know, he was like 16th quickest in practice or whatever, but these guys are just getting track time for the first time. That's right. So as the practices go on, you'll see him get faster, and, you know, I, there's always going to be a wrinkle in the armor somewhere, but it's a matter of finding where the wrinkle is and mm-hmm. exposing it, and I don't think anybody's going to be able to find it. So. I don't think so either. Now... There is the absolute slimmest, and I mean absolute slimmest, of mathematical possibilities for Scott Dixon to win this championship. And I'm just going to pretend like there's not even a mathematical possibility because it would involve Joseph Newgarden finishing last, and I mean dead last, without any bonus points. And I don't see that happening. So, my question is, with Scott Dixon having nothing to lose, does he go out and mop the floor with everybody on Sunday? Well, Scott Dixon with nothing I, to lose is scary. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like in this race, everybody's in that same position because mm-hmm. if you look at, I mean, Newgarden, we know he's got a 41-point lead, so, you know, he can basically go for broke. He just needs to make sure he finishes. And you've got Dixon, who obviously has a point to prove, but look at Alex Rossi, look at Herta, look at all these guys that... It's it's the finale, man. I mean, there's nothing else after this. You're done. You're on vacation for a while. For six months. And some of these guys are auditioning for next year. We still don't know what becomes of some of them. Right. So, you know, I think definitely this is gonna be a it's gonna be a fun race to watch. It's a neutral race because nobody's except for those two have been there before and nobody with this car. So, you know, I think this is gonna be really, really interesting, to be honest. This this for me is you know, whenever you go to neutral turf, it's like the Roval was last year for NASCAR, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody knew what in the world to do. So it became a great race because of that fact. And, you know, nobody knows what to expect on Sunday. So it's going to be a great race because of that fact. Um, I just hope that the course lends itself to passing. That's my only concern. Um, a-, a-, a la the pass from years ago. Yeah, but I mean... I think you got to have more than one big pass. You, you want to have a good season finale, and I hope right. that works out. Well. I, I'm just glad we're back at Laguna Seca because of the history that it has to American open wheel racing in general. Of course, everybody talks about Alex Zanardi and IndyCar Series lore. Uh, by the way, I, I was mentioning it was the slimmest of slim mathematical possibilities after the beginning day of practice at Laguna Seca. It's not impossible. Uh, again. Scott Di- hey, hang on. Scott Dixon fastest. Fifth and sixth were Pad- uh, Pagano and Rossi. And where was Joseph Newgarden? Well, 16th. But Randy mentioned that. It's like this is the first time they've ever been on the track. Chill. So basically what you're saying is, is that the only way that Dixon's going to win the championship is if he buys... Um, Newgarden, a one-way ticket out of town before the race begins. <laughs> and, I, and I like, <laughs> like I love the article that, that that's on IndyCar right now, where it talks about Rossi making light of the pressure that's building from within. He goes, "It's funny. My dad called me and said, oh yeah, your grandma and aunts and uncles and cousins are all staying at your hotel.'" And I'm like, "Oh really?" 
<laughs> so, no pressure, Alex. It's a home, basically a home race for you. It no is pressure. a home game for him. No Absolutely. pressure. And he's got nothing to lose either. He can't win the title. I mean, he just can't win the title. Unless Newgarden gets locked in a porta potty, he can't well, win the title. I don't bet on that because keep in mind, a 41 point lead is not safe because of double points this weekend. <laughs> Very true. Didn't even think about that. By the that. way, Good point. the difference between first and third in double po- in the double point scenario is 30. The difference between first and fifth is 40. All it would take is Joseph Newgarden getting pinned a no, lap down by a that's caution right. I forgot double points. or something spooky like that, and at least Rossi and Pagano are back in it. Scott Dixon's... 86 back, I think. I smell the turn one Robo. So yeah. those of you who hate gimmicks. Gimmick. We'll be right back. <laughs> How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride. Go fish. Walk in the park. Phone call. Milkshake. Play catch. Picnic. Fly a kite. Tell jokes. Laugh. Talk. Read a story. Tell a story. Bumper car. Swing set. Bowling. Pillow fight. Cut loose. Stay tight. <sighs> because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? 
knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Blues Hour. I love yes, it. I love the blues. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, talking motorsports, and going into our lightning round, which is where we go fast and furious, and anything can happen sometimes, and... Not I that it hasn't already. Often does. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Not that it hasn't already. Randy is correct. All right. So, I, I, I'm going to start with where I usually end here, just because I have some other things I want to end with. So, we'll <laughs> go kind of in reverse tonight. Make it quick. Make your pick. Who wins Richmond and why? Randy. Kyle Busch, because he really needs to win. <laughs> yeah, it depends on your definition of really needs, but okay. Tom. Um, I actually am going to go with a little bit of a stretch here just because I think, I don't think anybody else would pick him, but I'm actually going to go with Joey Logano. That's a stretch. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't feel like he stands out as one of the guys you'd pick at Richmond. I think Logano gets it done. He seems to be one of these drivers that early in the playoffs, he finds a way and then he kind of like levels off for a while we don't hear from him. then he right at the end like he did at Martinsville last year he just you know goes and 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 snatches his way to the final four. I think uh, I think Logano gets it done this weekend. Okay. Senior producer. Oh, let's go Matt Matty D. Almost won Bristol. Oh, Runs good at the please. short track. Can we do that? Let's get the 95 can we, car. Can we I would love that. Oh, that would be wonderful. would love that? Uh, there's a lot of NASCAR who... fans that would love that. Oh. And with good, I mean, he's right. The record on the short tracks this year yeah. certainly speaks for itself. Short tracks, road courses, and speedways. And yes. they're all coming up here in the playoffs. I was he's going to be one to watch. We go to, one to watch. we go to Richmond. We go to the Roval. And then see, two weeks after the Charlotte. Roval, we go to Talladega, boys. Charlotte would be fun. Yes. Charlotte much would indeed. Be fun. But I, I, would be, I would love to see him win at Richmond. That'd be great. All right. So my, my quick pick for Richmond is going to be a driver that comes from the same team that Randy's driver, just not the same driver. I say the hometown boy, Denny Hamlin, gets a Denny's win. Denny's not a bad pick at all. And it's a two-inch limb again. It's not a two-inch limb because Denny hasn't won at Richmond in a while. But I think He's a, having his best year in ages. In a while. but I, And I think a home victory would be exactly the push to get him ready for a championship yeah, run. I, agree. I, I really yeah. do. I think it's about time for Denny to shake off the cobwebs at Richmond and go back to victory lane. Now, since Melick brought up the uh, Matty D and the 95 car subject, I'm going to go there because I can. Where are you going? <laughs> Bet to the to the You're guy who's a, family racing. Yeah, to the guy who's about to take over that car. Oh. Let, let, let's just not even kid ourselves. So, I was wondering where that thing went. I was looking for it earlier. When did you get that? It's been in here the whole time. We just never used it. I was looking for it a minute ago when we started the lighting. Waiting for a place to put it. Okay. Oh, I got a couple places. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Ding. Ding goes the bell. Yeah. For for more reasons than one, but we'll start with the pending cup ride thing, which I'm told by several people is supposed to be announced in the next week. I mean. This what is, are they waiting for? The sunrise? This is the big I mean, news that isn't news. I know. I don't know what they're waiting for. I mean, I, come on. I'm not sure either, that, but hey, there there you go. Anyway, 
Christopher Bell won seven times last year and made it to the championship four as a rookie. He's won six times this year, but the most impressive stat to me so far this year is out of 4,200 laps that have been turned in Xfinity Series competition so far, Christopher Bell has led more than 1,400 of them. That is more than one-third of all laps turned this year Christopher Bell has led. So, gentlemen, Tom can start this time. Is Christopher Bell ready for the jump to cup? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I don't think there's any question about it. I think, you know, you've got to bring him up sometime. And and I think being ready for cup is almost an oxymoron because even if you've won two consecutive championships, ask Chase Elliott, when you get to cup, it's a whole different level. And you got to learn how to compete with the best of the best. And so I don't, you know, I, I think he's ready and I think he needs to come up. Um, and I think that he, whether he comes up and has immediate success or he comes up and, you know, spends a couple of years kind of trying to get his feet wet um, and, 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 you know, kind of get up to that level is at this point, a different matter. He, it's yeah, it's time. I mean, you can't keep him in Xfinity again. I thought that's where it was going, honestly, for a good while. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, what what else were you going to do if you were going to replace Matt in the '95? Then you bring Christopher Bell up. There's just right. nothing else to be done there. By the way, where are we getting the Chase Elliott won two consecutive Xfinity Series titles from? Because well, well, no, he, he didn't. didn't. Well, no, I understand. I'm, I was making the point that he came yeah. up to Cup with a whole lot of you know everybody. Oh, he's going to go and do this and that and the other thing, and it took him how many Cup races to get a win? That is a very you know, valid point. And it, and he was more than ready to come up. But you still mm -hmm. got to make that adjustment. Not everybody comes up and immediately starts knocking wins off. Right. And I don't think Chris Bell's going to do that either. I think that's why he's in the 95. Randy. To be honest, I don't ever really think anyone is truly ready for a cup. It's a matter of the success you have once you get there. Right. Because anybody, uh, you know, Christopher Bell can win, you know, 60 races or whatever, you know, between sprint cars and, and uh, he's pretty close to that now, I'm sure. Um, but between sprint cars and Xfinity cars or whatever, but when you get into the cup car, it's a whole other different level, right. a whole other different ball game. So anybody can go, oh, well, he's won plenty of races. He's won three championships, just like Tom said. I mean, you know, Chase Elliott won two, and he look how long it took him before he was actually comfortable exactly. enough to be able to be a competitive mm -hmm. and win races. So I don't really think it's a matter of if you're ready for cup. It's a matter of what you are mentally and and physically and you know what equipment you have around you to get the job done once you get into that ride. I just want to dispel that statistic so we're not spreading chase uh ha, chase news fake news on chase for that matter he did <laughs> not win no he did yeah. not win turn <laughs> fake chase news I thought he did he he did not win back to back no. ti titles because uh, that title that he should have won in 2015 was the the one that Chris Busher won that yes. nobody right. remembers yes. right except us which is no, why I, said I was only making chase the point that he came in with all this hype mm. that he was mm. going to be the next big mm -hmm. thing and it took him almost almost a hundred races yeah it was yeah. like 99 races to win a race and and yep. you know so you gotta you know that's why when i hear kyle bush talk like he did last weekend it's like it was complete nonsense because people like garrett smithley they came into the sport and did everything by the rules and have worked mm -hmm. their tails off they don't have the advantages that some of these chase elliott's have but you can't say they're not ready for cup that's insanity i mean i think you look at guys like garrett and joey gase and i think they do quite right. well for the equipment that they have around them and that's all you can expect absolutely
All right, speaking of the Kyle Busch comments really quick, uh, I, I, I'm going to play who who wore it better, or in this case, who said it better. Marshawn Lynch or Kyle Busch? Neither. I mean, I, I just, you know, they're both... <laughs> They're both jackasses. That's my opinion. <laughs> I, I just think it was an idiotic thing to do, and it's just typical. You know, real men actually act like real men, and I thought Joey Gase and Garrett Smithley both came out of it with great class, and I thought Kyle Busch completely proved what a dope he can be um, to, to resort. But at the same time, you know what? I love that about Kyle Busch. You know why? Because it gives us somebody to dislike. Randy, any He's the thoughts? ultimate heel. Yeah. My, who, who said it best uh, to yeah. me would be uh, Lennon Castle because his <laughs> comment that he made about – Now, those board. of you who don't – I mean, obviously on TV, you guys all you know, live in the Charlotte area, so you know what we're talking about. But he made the comment on uh, Twitter that I the, the people on I-77 <laughs> obviously have never won a late model race <laughs> yeah, exactly. in their life. <laughs> and that is the, the most hilarious thing I've ever Oh, I've my. Played. Yes. So, no, yeah. I saw that he, on Twitter. For the win. Landon Castle. Yeah, Landon Castle. Landon Castle. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, we, we've got about five minutes left in this segment, and I, I do want to take a couple of minutes to nod to our, our friends in the New England racing community, yes. and not just New England, but uh, really the NASCAR short track community at large, because uh, over the weekend, last weekend, we lost a legend and I don't use that term lightly, a legend of short track racing with the uh, tragic passing almost two years to the day of, of Ted Christopher, for that matter, of Mike Stefanik in a plane crash on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border. Um, Tom, I can throw around adjectives and superlatives that would probably all be true, but to me, what Mike Stefanik epitomized when... I started thinking about and looking back on his career, what he did, what he meant to the sport as a whole. There, there was very few people that I could ever think of in short track racing that epitomized the word passion for what they did and how they did it more than Mike Stefanik did. He was old school, and there aren't many of those left, unfortunately, that you know the the more and more we're losing them and and he was he was indicative of a period in the sport where you didn't take any crap from anybody and you were there to win but you didn't feel you had to be dirty or or whatever it was it was th there was great respect for him and, and a guy wins nine nascar championships not by accident, but by being great, in, including a year where he won both the modified title and the K&N Bush North, whatever it was. Two back years then. in a row. Oh, 1997 that's right. Two years in a row. Yeah. and 1998. He won four NASCAR Touring Series championships in two years. It's amazing. That's a feat that's never been done again. And here's, here's what people need to understand. This is a part of the country, New England, you know, the Northeast, where, you know, these guys are tough as nails. Still. And Mike Stefanik shone above them all for, for a period of time. He owned a period of motorsports in that region. And, you know, you don't do that by accident. Uh, you know, he's, he helped out more people in the sport than we'll ever know about because he did a lot of it without, you know, fanfare. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he was just, uh, he was a, a tremendous racer and he was a tremendous person. I want to throw out some quick career nuggets. Oh, James, you wanted in on this? Yeah, I just want to tell you a quick story mm -hmm. real quick. I said it on the other show. This is just telling you know about how people are up there in that New England area. I got a guy I work with. Uh, when Ted Christopher passed away, they put that memory sticker on the car, 
he took that one off because that's how much it meant to him. And I can almost bet he's going to do the same thing with this one. He's from up there in that area. And that racing to those guys is just their life. Yes. Even yep. as a mechanic, that yep. is their life. And it's just for a loss like that for those people up there, I I know what they're going through. It's big. Let me throw some numbers at you real quick just to, to really hit home just how good Mike Stefanik was from an on-track standpoint. 29 years in NASCAR modified racing, and that's just the modern era tour. Yeah. 453 starts, 74 wins. That's most all-time. 223 top fives. That's most all-time in the modern era. 301 top tens. That's most all-time. 48 polls. And then add on to that a 12-year career in Bush North, what's now K&M Pro Series East. 12 wins and 164 starts. Nine polls. And as we mentioned... Nine total NASCAR Touring Series championships, seven NASCAR modified tour titles, two more in the KM Pro Series East, the, you know, what became of the Bush North Tour, and won both titles in both 1997 and 1998 in just what I call an unprecedented display of driving. It takes a lot to win one NASCAR championship in a year, but to win two in two completely different styles of race cars to me is one of the things that defined Mike Stefanik and made him truly great. Quick final thought from me prediction. He will make the next hall of fame class and the induction. He will be by far the loudest applause of anybody, no matter who else is in his class. Well, I, I wanted to add that before we went to break that he was on the cusp of being in the 2020 class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, missed it by one spot. There will be no missing it by one spot when we get to 2021. In fact, I would almost say that Mike Stefanik may yet be the highest vote getter I would going be, into the yeah, 2021 class of the yep. NASCAR Hall of Fame. And I'll have a final thought on Stefanik as well coming up in our white flag segment which takes place right after these words. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. 
You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the Track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, been with you uh, throughout this show. And before we close it, we were talking about the uh, legacy that Mike Stefanik leaves behind uh, as uh, he passed away last Sunday from a tragic plane crash. And uh, actually, my fr- our friend of this show, Kyle Susan, and I were talking about this Monday morning in the wake of Mike's passing, Kyle goes, I just don't know what to say. You know, that there aren't words to describe what Mike, you know, what Mike's passing leaves this void here in New England. And and I thought about it and he's right because there is I don't think there will ever be another driver in the modern era of NASCAR modified racing or really NASCAR short track racing in general that carries the kind of legacy, the kind of weight and you know, the kind of accomplishments that Mike Stefanik put together over the course of three decades in the sport. Jim France called him a bridge between the legends like Richie Evans and Jerry Cook yep. to the modern era of NASCAR short track drivers. And Mike really was that. He had a longevity that spanned more than just about anybody else in his generation as I said before, his passion for the sport is what's going to be missed to his wife, Julie, all the Stefanik family, and all the New England fans who watched. Uh, and whether you loved or hated him, I think we're all going to miss Mike Stefanik, and our thoughts and prayers are with the Stefanik family and all those up in New England. So as we close this show, we remember Mike Stefanik, who died over the weekend at the age of 61. For all of us here at Motorsports Madness, I'm Jacob Seelman. Good night. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. 
No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.